Hello everyone, this is Casey Alana and we are back with another installment of the Tequila Tales Unleashed podcast where we discuss everything love and relationships. I'm here with the illustrious Brittany. Oh snap, I get illustrious. Illustrious, boo. And special guest, the host of the Tequila Tales, the greatest host of all time, the know-it-all himself, our very own Mr. Isaac Hall. <laughs> did y'all do that together? No. Oh shit! Did you? Did you she do that with me? Did you, did, did you do that with me? Oh shit! Yeah, because I was actually taking her thing. <laughs> yeah, that's her, her thing. thing. Yeah, that's been her thing. That's okay. You could borrow it. Name her. It's totally fine. Right. Yeah, she's Up like four for feet <laughs> for a yeah. small, for a nominal feet. Right. Well, you guys, it is uh, the holiday season. How y'all feeling about it? I love it. I am a true Christmas. Thanksgiving gal, okay? You're really into the holidays. I, I love it. I'm like, obsessed with the holidays. What? When I decorated my tree, Jackson 5 and Luther was playing in the background. Mm-hmm. Big Luther or Little Luther? What? Little Luther? <laughs> little this, Luther? This is Christmas album. No. Nah. Mm. Big Luther this all day long. Christmas. Yes, it was awesome. Mm. Uh, the holidays for me are always an interesting time. However... Mm. It's it's a time of heavy labor. Okay. Uh, a nigga been shoveling snow <laughs> for what feels like two weeks straight. If you, you have, if you are in the Midwest or on the East Coast, we have gotten dumped oh, with snow. It is only December. Yo, 18th. it's not even. It's not technically winter it's yet. Not. Is what's so fucked up. I'm about mildly all offended, of this. except for the fact that I love snow. Man, listen, yeah, because you don't, don't have to shovel. I don't have to shovel. It. You drive from one uh, garage, <laughs> garage to, to another next. one. <laughs> yeah, my black ass park outside. Y'all hey. sound like y'all hate. That's and I shovel <laughs> snow for grandparents and parents. That's okay. really nice. So shit gets real. You're is a all good I'm son. saying. No, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> they do a lot for me. Yeah. Uh, and just know I'm cussing in my head as I'm shoveling this shit. <laughs> and I'm not even cussing them out. Mm-hmm. I'm cussing out Mother Nature. <laughs> I almost said God, right? right. But I don't want to go to hell. That's not nice. <laughs> don't, don't cuss out the Lord. I ain't cussing out the Lord. <laughs> but, but I'm mad. And, 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 and I'm mad at people that's even trying to walk through the snow <laughs> as I'm trying to shovel this shit. Yeah, I, had a dude, I had a dude that mean mugged me one time because... As like, you were shoveling? Yes. And, I, and listen, this this i never forget this. This is about three years ago. And I'm shoveling. And so, you know, there's a point where you just got to stop. You have to just stop because, you know, you got to let your... Mu- it's like working out. Like, right. I got muscles right now that's, like, tight that I didn't even know existed, right? <laughs> so, you know, you put the shovel down, and I'm like... So, you know, I kind of have a, like anybody that works out, and by the way, I don't work out, but I have in the past, so I know what people that work out do. When you finish a set. (laughs) Thanks for the disclaimer. You got to look on your, in your face, right? Like where you kind of like almost mad, right? Like. Like, yeah. you know, you get mad at the weights and shit because you yeah. had to you had to do everything <laughs> to in your power right, for that for them last two reps. Right. So, you know, I pause and I kind of got like a look like, you know, yeah. furrowed brows. And this dude is walking by me. And so, mind you, I have headphones on. Right. Mm-hmm. While I'm shoving. Okay, so you and the guy, he's changing right, all I see is mouth moving and shit. So I'm getting a little upset. I'm like, so I pull the headphones off and I'm like, what? He was like. No, I was trying to figure out what you was looking at. Bro. <laughs> Y'all, I promise you. I swear to God. When I tell you, he, he almost not only caught 
that work. <laughs> he wasn't going to catch them hands. That nigga was going to catch that shovel. That day. I I, look, I was, he was about to get buried. I looked at him. I was like, what? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I mean, you was looking at me kind of crazy. Dude. I was like, like nigga, dude. I, am I was like, dude, move your ass on. Right. Like, Do you know how long I've been <laughs> out here? I'm not, 45 minutes. not doing this with you. Yeah, come on, man. It's the South Side. <laughs> we right. But you didn't tell us how you feel about the holidays. Oh, uh, you talk about snow. Snow does not equal uh, holiday. Yeah, okay. The holidays are nice. You know, I, I think I'll like it a lot more when I'm rich. Mm-hmm. But I have a very big family and and they they are kind of awesome. So I guess it's it's nice. It's your thing. <laughs> you didn't see really yeah. as no, excited no, no, no. about it's, that as it's, you should. It's a wonderful time. It's okay. a wonderful time. I just I just I l- I love the holidays. Mm-hmm. I don't like the winter. Okay. And so when you guys are oh my god, I love the holidays, it's you all seem to be able to though. detach yeah. cold ass blistering <laughs> weather from oh, we're caroling. And no, those are two fucking different things, <laughs> right, right? Like right. I want to go caroling and you guys uh, shut yeah, it down. We That's did, not happening. Where? I got time for this shit. We can go to Inglewood and bring cheer. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm serious. I went to school in Inglewood. We and can I'm still bring not cheer we'll get to no. otherwise uncheerful place. Uh, who says they're not cheerful? They're cheerful. They'll be cheerful going in your pocket. pocket right. <laughs> First of all, I'm not about to stereotype Inglewood because I've been through there and they are lovely people. Uh, anyway, okay. you woke. Saying. Okay. I'm you not woke <laughs> like a motherfucker. <laughs> Black Lives Casey, Matter. Right? Okay. Stop. <laughs> Casey been woke matters. on this post okay. and shit. Right, my life Why she comfortable in the Gold Coast and shit? You know, Stop. Like, all like, right. Those people, the blacks are very nice. <laughs> the blacks. In Inglewood <laughs> is all I'm saying is that the blacks I have are wonderful right. people. 1.2 black friends. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> all right. Well, when it comes to being in a relationship around the holidays, I think most people prefer that and they kind of want to be booed up around the holidays and the whole thing. So let's talk about that scenario. Like when Mm. is it appropriate to give gifts to your significant other? Okay. Have you been dating for um, a year? It has to be a full year. Uh, You know, give or take a how hot and heavy you guys are, but I would say a year. Okay. Before you give gifts. We got to make sure your ass is going to stay around because you do it too early. That's a green light for a catch and go. You know mm. what I'm saying? What's a catch and go? You know, I'm going to get the shit you going to give me and I'm going to ride out. <laughs> well, that I do like the fact that you just put us up on some new shit. I'm right. I've never heard of this. is out here as opportunists in these streets. Let, let mm. me tell you something right So they date you for the holiday gifts and then they dip out. This is not new shit. That's they not a thing. This shit since the 60s. That's okay? not I a thing, Brittany. Wait a minute. I love her expression <laughs> when she said that. She almost looks very matter like, of fact. Very mad at the fact. Like, this is not it new shit, nigga. No. All like, the okay, time. there was uh, Jim Crow, uh, <laughs> civil rights, and catch, catch and, go, and go. And then we went to uh, yeah. the voter right. <laughs> voting rights act. No, because okay, like, Black Lives me. Matter. Listen, because right. think about it. Women do it all the time. And that's why men okay. are kind of as apprehensive as they are about spending money on dates mm-hmm. and also about shit like Valentine's Day, especially if the relationships mm. are new. Because okay. women do that shit all the time. Oh, I grind this one out because I was hungry. I don't really like him, but right. he paying. That's right. trifling. You know? okay. And men do the same shit too. Trifling men do it to find a place to stay because they, they homeless Ugh. and shit. And so they find the right woman that mm-hmm. bitch will pull him from his mama crib and move him in. 
him and his kids. You know what I'm saying? He found the right bitch. She'll do it. So I think that I think that Wait, I do know that there are men that not only do that, but will have multiple women and they yes. will hop from Oh girl, I've heard the location story. to location. I've heard the stories. Yeah. One pays his cell phone bill, another one pays his rent, another one don't pay his car no but picks him up in the morning and takes his broke ass to work so wait a minute you guys are saying that there's something wrong with survival mm. <laughs> let me tell you something let me right? let me, let right? me clarify is, is, is that what you're saying it right not, like a, because because all i'm saying is that if somebody's starving and they still a loaf of bread is that really stealing or okay. is that surviving is all right I'm saying. i mean it's uh, all about those two things hashtag Boom. No. Hashtag, no. Hashtag Merry Christmas. So <laughs> it's survival of the fittest. Yes. Okay. Like I said, it's rough out here in these streets. <laughs> these Chicago streets. These Chicago, these world streets, because this shit That's is true. It's happening everywhere. Right, right. But if you find the right people to believe your bullshit, then it happens. What I'm just saying for men and women out there to protect themselves from situations like this. Of catch and go mm-hmm. or getting God. Mm-hmm. Wait a mm. year before you buy gifts. So okay, so okay, so pause. Okay, pause. Once you remember where you at, mm-hmm. uh, because I do like what Brittany just said in 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 this direction that she's going because it's almost reminding me of like the cuffing zone uh, or cuffing cuff season, season. Mm-hmm. Uh, conversation okay. where people are always like, Oh, be careful. Oh no, this, you know, because mm-hmm. there's this whole mentality that when somebody gets cuffed, that it automatically means that it's temporary. Right. Right. So I got to look at any relationship that I enter in during cuffing season as being temporary. When the reality is, is that, okay, the circumstances that created the connection may have been something that was less than ideal. But if the connection was legitimate, Mm -hmm. does that not mean that we just took advantage of the opportunity, right? Like we just, and for people that don't know what cuffing season is, Mm because obviously everybody that listens to this, they're going to be like, what the fuck is cuffing season? Yeah, especially if you're in Phoenix, Arizona. Exactly. It does not (laughs) exist. Cuffing season, (laughs) let me go ahead and get Webster for you guys, uh, Miriam Webster. It ain't uh, Webster, just it, so and it's not. Urban Dictionary. Urban, Urban Dictionary, Dictionary has it is. Right, and you should probably Wikipedia. Google it. You should probably Google Wikipedia. it. Wikipedia. Wiki knows. But Wiki. Cuffing season is that time of year when the temperature starts to get colder and people no longer want to, you know, be outside frolicking and having a great time and they want to be inside and they want companionship. Mm-hmm. So rather than clubbing and doing all this other stuff, they're like, it's about time for me to settle down. And so if you are single and flirty and mingling, mm-hmm. you're looking for someone that you want to hibernate with, you know, over right. the, the the colder months. But there's also this understanding that once that season ends, mm-hmm. there's a slight possibility or, or even a graduated possibility that it may be short-lived right so sometimes they found all different ways to break that shit off (laughs) and a lot of times they do but let's just say especially when sundress season reappears yes it does uh but but (laughs) let's just say that during that period right like that you just happen to you know i thought i was just engaging in cuffing season or Mm -hmm. i thought i was just looking for a date to my office dinner party right and i end up going out with this guy and he ends up being kind of fly right like And then sparks, you know, fly and the chemistry is there and the sex is great. Mm-hmm. Now you've got the potential for it extending further. Mm-hmm. Right. So that means that that circumstance created 
the opportunity that led to longevity. Is that any different than the guy who maybe is homeless, right? Okay. Sees this woman that he sees as, man, she looks like uh, she has a, a lovely good, apartment. Strong she woman. Heat. Right. Because think about it. Think about it, right? Back Project in Africa. <laughs> back in Africa, didn't we used to look for the woman that had the widest hips because we saw them as, oh, she like she can bear good children. Child you know bearing. what I'm saying? Yeah, she has, she got good childbearing hips. Like we've we've been doing that. We've been <laughs> sizing well, up people and saying people. they got the that's things a that I need. Preference in a relationship. Mm. That's a man saying, okay, I want a woman I know or feel like I know can have kids. Mm-hmm. And for for Af- African people at that time, it was like, okay, you had to be a, a certain size. It's like smaller people, just you, you look a little sketchy, bitch. You might not be able to have no kids. <laughs> I but wasn't this, never getting chose. This back size then. 10 over here looked like she about was to the get field, it Casey. in. I was in <laughs> the field. I'm not getting a man. You out there hunting. They're right. like, Casey, we need you to learn how to hunt. Hey, can you go get some deer for us? Because <laughs> right. my wife is pregnant. You're right. <laughs> why don't you eat you some? <laughs> right. Get eat, you some. Eat some of the deer. Eat some of the deer. Because uh, you like it here. <laughs> so that's just a person. No problem. This has nothing to do with survival mm-hmm. and taking advantage of a situation. Here's the deal, right? Cuffing season. First off, it's it's one of these things where it's like you put a lot of maybes and possibly's on it. Let me let me go back and clean this up because he was trying to protect his kind. Who? That's all Isaac. that was. Isaac. Right, his male He's kind. He's trying to protect his people because hey, he knows. Omar is in here, he so I got to hold it down right. for the do men folks. <laughs> I got to hold it down for the Cuffing men. Cuffing season is when men deal with women that they typically don't deal with just to be booed up and get some consistent sex and warmth and shit for maybe a matter of what how long three it four three four maybe five maybe five months? months shit in chicago maybe six maybe look, and you forgot on meals. how march go and you forgot meals, meals. If she can we cook that oh cook. nigga what? don't be able what? to cook what yes <laughs> what then y'all should see how his face march. Hell yeah then i've seen cuffing season <laughs> shit extend into long lasting <laughs> relationships <laughs> yeah and then their marriages too. as but, they should right. but I then come March. A lot of bitch know how to make some cabbage. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, look. <laughs> some okra. Let her know how to make some good okra. <laughs> okra. Nigga, really? some greens. Some and some what? You can't just Stop boil an okra bitch. Fry it. <laughs> right. But look, no. Then come March, the nigga come home one day and be like, look here, bitch. I can't stand the way your feet are turned to the left. So I'm out this bitch. You got me fucked up. And now I come you know what that means? over. You know what that means? What? Is that those greens really weren't okay. seasoned that well and they that we were, were just this is ignorant four, five months they were, were together just, no but I mean, okay because here's the point that i'm making right okay. like is inside of relationships there's always going to be a degree of compromise mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying we're, we're all making compromises oh, compromises yeah. against what we initially envisioned in our mind mm-hmm. and 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 what we really need you know what I'm saying? Because we all got wants and then we got the needs. Um, but but I feel like on a core level, when someone really is consciously, but then more importantly, subconsciously, mm-hmm. fulfilling your needs, that is a very hard connection to leave from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, even as a woman, right? Like, you know, there's been a whole bunch of women, man, that wanted somebody that was 
over six feet, you know, mm-hmm. 190 <laughs> to 250, you know, and balling out of control. But, man, they was very happy with my light skin, skinny ass, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they were like, yo, he may not have been what I drew up in my head as wanting, but he fulfills all my needs. And so it's hard to walk away from that. Mm-hmm. It's hard for women to do that. But women don't realize that it's hard for men to do that, too. So when so when men can ditch a chick after, quote unquote, cuffing season is over, that that is an indication that that on some core level you were not fulfilling his needs. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean that you weren't enough. It doesn't mean that you aren't enough as an individual. It means that w- something that he needed. Some core thing that he needed, you didn't fulfill. Okay. We're also though, we're also pretending as though women don't walk away at mm. the end of cuffing season <laughs> as well. Like <laughs> men are not the only, only ones, ones, right? Who but, are like, man, but oh, I'm, I'm sorry. over are this. You, are you saying that I just, uh, you just, I just, I just created like, a narrative, right? Like, that- like <laughs> men are the only ones who are not getting their needs so, met. They're just like, uh, but maybe just, sorry, boo. Touché, we're done. Touché, but touché. let's just like, say, no. touché, good job, good let's, job. Yeah, let's just say, good job. Good job. I mean, but that's why we're here, though. The whole point of not being satisfied on either, from either side. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's cuffing season or whether it's the middle of July and you feel truly attracted to somebody and you get into the relationship four months down the line, you realize this motherfucker selfish than a motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) He don't get shit. He don't hear shit. He don't see nothing. All he see is himself. Like, you know? So, like... You like, but the dick is good. So <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna give it just one more month. <laughs> Isaac, you uh, do you agree with what Brittany said about the one year gift, giving gifts at, uh, at one look year? Look at you bringing it back to topic. Um, <laughs> so, uh, okay, so you know what, man? That's okay. Okay, it's funny because I saw a young lady post earlier today um, in my news feed, attractive woman, mm-hmm. uh, and I think she has sometimes some issues with finding you know uh suitable uh suitors i'm I'm trying to i was looking for the old school word eligible suitors i think that's the (laughs) the old school word um and she she posted she said something about her love language being um service Mm -hmm. she was like yeah man my you know my love language is like acts of service or Mm -hmm. something like that or whatever you know she's like i guess that's a thing of the past and so it it was kind of cryptic and it was you know you couldn't really figure out exactly where she was trying to go with the message that she made um but it was you could kind of intuit that she had been hurt from either someone or someone disappointed her maybe not hurt, but someone disappointed her so the point that i was building into is that inside the discussion of love languages it depends on what your love language is Mm because some people their love language is gift giving so some people if that's really important to a woman i don't Mm -hmm. care if you're dating a woman or a man Mm -hmm. for three months Mm -hmm. if their love language is gifting Mm -hmm. and that's how they express and receive love nigga, you need to give a gift Mm. but if their love language is like, you know, mine is affirmation, words of affirmation, right? Mm-hmm. So like, I've never been big on the gift thing. Mm-hmm. Like it actually makes me uncomfortable 
to okay. a degree, right? Re- receiving like, gifts or giving them? Well, well, receiving them. Like okay. I'll give them when it's important, mm-hmm. but but mainly receiving them. Like mm-hmm. I've I've had to be broken into this, and mm-hmm. even now, like I just understand that it's a thing, but it's not my thing. So mm-hmm. like like I'll get How a dope ass gift. Uncomfortable. A lot of people are with receiving a gift. A lot I of think, people are. Well, okay, okay. Unless and, you're straight stalking me, and I know it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, whoever's giving gifts, goddamn it, I'm taking I'll take them. them. <laughs> I'm a size seven and a half in a shoe. Okay, my favorite colors are black and purple. So, gray sometimes. So that's sometimes. Good. <laughs> that's good. And 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 I had to understand the importance of it. Like with some people, um, I think with me, Brittany, it it was like, uh. You know, I came from a school of like I was used to having to do everything right or or like I was the one that was always giving. Mm-hmm. So that was how I show my love was through giving. I'm mm-hmm. giving to people. I'm giving to people. I'm giving to people. But people giving to me. I don't know. I mean, like on some subconscious shit, I think I may have gotten mildly insecure. Like it made me feel like I couldn't do it on my own or, you know, maybe it was the yeah. machismo man pride. shit or yeah, pride. Yeah. And so I never, but, but let me tell y'all this story though. While we talking about Christmas stuff, right? So this, this one I was big. Oh man. Uh, I'll make this very brief, but she was really big on Christmas. Most women are. Just yeah. For the record. Right. <laughs> Christmas is everything. Right. And birthdays. Right. Then my birthday. Oh shit. Then right. Valentine's Day. Right. Right. <laughs> And and I was cool with that, right? I was cool. I was like, all right, we do a little Christmas thing. Bam. I had just gotten this promotion at this job I was working at. I had just bought a new car. Like I, I was like I was I was a little in oh but I was in a little bit over my head though, right? I was almost upside down. But I was making money because I was in a commission job. And so we making this money during like the Christmas season. Mm. She wants this diamond necklace. Uh well no a well a necklace a gold necklace with a diamond pendant and this shit was like I can't remember the name of it it was a specific necklace yes it was like used to walk me through the store and like like openly drop not even the hit like yeah man you can use your discount and you can do the x y and z man you got the commission check that's coming in like she was basically letting the nigga know how his money was and I was like you know like man fuck this shit right (laughs) because of how much money i was about to have to spend on this one gift this one gift was gonna be like two checks right and also just know you ain't getting nothing else like this is your one nigga (laughs) right ever so for two years in my mind i was like okay yeah uh did that right but she kept oh you gotta do this gotta do this it's like all right fine so I didn't say, all right, fine, but I went to uh, go and purchase it as fate may have it. Uh, it was sold out. So I was a little happy, but then I got a little disappointed because I was like, fuck, she really wanted to give. So I started traveling around to all these different stores and I was like, it's only available in one more store and it's probably not there. I called. They said they don't have it, but I'm going to just go down there and I'm going to just go and get her this watch that I mm-hmm. that I think is dope as hell. It'll be a consolation, but it's going to be really nice. Do y'all know I walked through there and sure enough, sitting there is that fucking necklace, (laughs) right? So now I got to sit there and look at the necklace and I got to say to myself, like, man, she called and she know that they don't have this necklace right here, but I'm walking past it and there's the necklace right there. Like, I probably need to go ahead and get it. Mm. Long story short, 
got the necklace was mad y'all i was mad i was mad for a solid week and a half i was mad as shit uh because i felt like we are spending money on this when we could be reinvesting in this you know what i'm saying uh the reaction that i got from her getting that necklace made it worth it in that moment and i was like oh shit i like in that one moment i was like okay that erases all the frustration and the anger Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but even when i looked at it and you know like in hindsight i'm like that moment was important what it meant to her was important but all the shit that she got for me i could care less about right (laughs) you know what i'm saying so like that's where you gotta like understand it depends on who you're dealing with like well okay so as a follow-up if say say a woman her her love language is gift giving or, or receiving gifts or whatever then you gotta get it whenever no so but say you're only two months in and christmas is coming up do you give her a gift you even though that could send right that could send her the wrong message okay so what's the wrong message though that it's a much more serious relationship than you know yet like you're not sure yet how you feel about her so it's like mm, yeah that's tricky you know what i'm saying that's tricky uh i would still give a gift see all of these rules be bullshit to me mm-hmm. i don't know how y'all feel about that because see y'all see first off women and men we all do this dumb shit we try to read into the moment too much <laughs> right yeah. like maybe i love you right all right i don't know if we're getting married i'm gonna give you this dope ass gift this don't mean babe like here take my last name this means i care about you right now you buy a necklace the next thing is a ring like you buy a bracelet and that didn't happen (laughs) (laughs) she was highly upset about it that didn't happen right (laughs) Right. that didn't happen so right so yeah no i don't know like and you don't want to go being cheap and shit right like Mm -hmm. you know really she likes this thing or this is really because i'll tell you like this there's women I've dated. I can go get them an old expensive ass ring. They'll feel good. They'll show it off to their girlfriends and they'll stun on their girls and the whole nine, right? And mm-hmm. they'll be like, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if I did something real thoughtful or like meaningful, mm-hmm. some shit that costs like a hundred dollars, but 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 they knew I was listening and I, you know, paid attention to something that was significant to them mm-hmm. and I gave them this bound you know well put together book of whatever 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 that shit right that might mean so much more to them and that to them means marriage you see what i'm saying so like it's hard to determine like okay how do i determine the level of gift that i give versus what my you know yeah yeah. hopes well, are of the relationship or uh, whatever like that's kind of weird well let me that's kind of weird i think it's weird <laughs> like nigga i want to get you to jordan's nigga but you don't eat my coochie right so i'm gonna go ahead and get you some new balances right like dude, like who does that right like uh no nigga also, new my mama really don't like you is dead to me right new balance right because right because when they trump like supporters trump and shit yeah it's fuck fine. uh try try something more.com had a breakdown of gift giving price wise oh, based on how long you've been together this should be good oh, wow. right so and you can take it or leave it but i thought i'd share those with you please do. so relationships so we could shit all over because <laughs> <laughs> it's coming right relationship stage number one new or casually dating meaning dating less than three months or casually 
Uh, holiday gifts for newly dating couples should be fun, somewhat frivolous, and cost no more than fifteen to thirty dollars. What? <laughs> the reason? Hey, what is this? A, 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 a secret Santa <laughs> at a nonprofit? <laughs> The fuck out of here. Wait. Hey, give me some pop rocks in the goddamn. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. The, Go ahead. It said the reasoning your relationship $15. is the, your relationship is new and fresh, and therefore any holiday gifts uh, gifts given should reflect this. <laughs> so you get this nigga. Go ahead, Brittany. I'll let you. I'll let you. Car get Going and and, um, (laughs) freshen up your playlist, babe. (laughs) But only with this $30. You legitimately can't find anything of quality less than $50 at this point. Okay, so let me ask you a question, Brittany. (laughs) Yes. And let's say it's casual. But this this is some real shit, though. It's a casual relationship. Mm -hmm. But by three months, y'all probably fucking. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like a couple times. How you feel, nigga, you fifteen, thirty dollar gift? I'm just saying or a gift like, card. like like regardless of, of what you think the future marriage is, how do you feel about the quality of your coochie? Right. If you just gave if a nigga just gave you a thirty dollar gift for Christmas. Yeah. I'm just I, saying keep it real, because I'm gonna like let you know how I feel. The nigga that don't even <laughs> like gifts. I don't like gifts, Brittany. Walk up in this bitch and give me a thirty dollar gift. Right. So After three months of fucking and see how I'd rather you not get me shit at all. Right. Like, right. I'd rather, I'd I'd rather, rather we just right. say, like okay. Dinner. We'll just yeah. go out. Yeah. You know, for Christmas. And then we'll worry about gifts next year if we mm-hmm. make it, nigga. Cause you know what I'm saying? It's like one of them situations where it's like, don't insult me trying to be politically correct right with shit you right. know oh you don't want to spend too much because we just started dating but mm-hmm. at the same time don't don't undercut me either like because i'm worth motherfucker like significantly more even, than 15 to 30 dollars there's nothing you could give me that i'm gonna like that's 15 or 30 dollars <laughs> i'm a guarantee right now now what if it's my one of those bras cost more than fucking 30 dollars <laughs> what if it's one of those gifts Are you like kidding me what if it's one of those gifts like isaac said that over that time like on the first few dates he heard something that was significant to you and he found like a really cool old picture of your grandmother and he got it put in a really beautiful frame that's that priceless. point that's price but that's that what point, i'm saying so it's not are a, we monetizing the worth of don't okay th- something like that where you're actively listening mm-hmm. okay that tells me a couple of things not that we're about to get married but that this is something that you you pretty much are enjoying okay mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you're in it Okay, you may get this, find this picture of my grandmother, you know, chrome it out, blow it up big, and it may truly only cost you maybe $22. Right. But at that point, I'm not looking at the monetary aspect because it was something that you learned about me, and it's something that's sentimental to me and touches me in a different way. Mm-hmm. Go buy me a fucking, some, some headphones, like some stupid-ass skull candies or... Uh, a right, not even case. beats and I was, shit. Wait, or, aren't aren't even uh the the pods from um Apple more expensive yeah, than that? Yeah, them yeah. shits is like a hundred. Aren't they like a so hundred? You try to buy a gift to keep That's it. That would actually be a good gift, right? I'm gonna, I take to you lost. I'm gonna know you spent <laughs> just thirty dollars. Yeah. If it's not a sentimental gift mm-hmm. where you're actively listening to right. shit, mm-hmm. it's going to reflect thirty dollars. If it's right. not indeed. Twenty five dollars mm-hmm. to Buffalo Wild Wings, <laughs> or you know the iTunes gift card, or 
you know yeah and i think the the reason i push back on that is because you can also become very close to somebody after three months yeah so it doesn't absolutely why am i buying you a 15 dollar gift card to target absolutely and and let's be honest and and that's why i agree with what Brittany said like the moment that I say to myself, this woman is only worth 15 to $30, mm-hmm. I need not spend that money because I don't even want to make you feel like that cheap. Right. Past right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, because, let me just because that's pacify what you. I, so I would a give a nigga gift. A, a $25 Target gift card. <laughs> right. Okay. We're like we're like co-employees or some shit. <laughs> right. Thirty dollar gift is an exit strategy. Mm. This is just pretty much. It's your an, last man, It's an insult. <laughs> it's an it's an insult. All right. Yeah. Well, listen to this one and let me know if you agree or disagree. Relationship stage number two: new committed relationship, meaning newly committed couples dating each other exclusively but not living together or engaged. Mm-hmm. Holiday gift giving etiquette. Uh, states that newly committed couples should spend on average 30 to 75 dollars for a gift depending on your budget romantic holiday gifts are encouraged only if the two are exclusive see the pricing this may be out this shit is the cheapest shit <laughs> i'm be, like these are the brokest like, niggas <laughs> what was the name of that goddamn website it was called broke tr- nigga.com <laughs> right right try something more.com trying too hard or that's, not that's trying not hard not enough, enough. Try hard try hard.com no, you ain't trying after, to not get this booty in, no more after listen, christmas if nigga. we're in a committed relationship mm-hmm. and i love love you and i have said this to you mm-hmm. okay we not living together but you is what it is right okay mm-hmm. you know it mm-hmm. my gift giving is like unlimited at that point right. like yeah. i will buy what i feel like what i know you will like mm-hmm. and regardless of the price if i have to plan for it i'll plan for it but 75 dollars just not gonna cut it mega my motherfucking purses cost more than that uh britney yeah. I went out drinking. And spent my <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, Yourself. Seriously. Yourself. Nigga, by myself. Yes. We all went to the spot that we going to have the next tequila tells at. Yeah. Our bill was damn near twice that. It you was. know what I'm saying? Yeah. For like a couple of hours. Right. But a chick that like, I've told I love to. And right. we're vibing. We're like, hey. Yeah. Uh, Y'all exclusive. Yeah. Listen. Here you go. Uh, <laughs> who the fuck is creating this list? Some Nigga, that's person. What was, but, but wait a minute. Don't though. blame but, me but, for but, this But, but here's, here's, here's a question, though. Mm-hmm. And this is this this is where you know it'll it'll be fun when we uh, start to invite uh, our guests to this show. Mm-hmm. Is this a white thing? Mm-hmm. That's is this how white people stay rich? Ooh, right. that's a good question. That's almost got me wondering that. Right. Because like, when I'm hearing this, I'm like, I'm like, love really isn't about how much money you spend. Right. You know, and, and so that's why like this list is so kind of funny because it's trying to reduce something that's so complex into something that's so trivial. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering if this is kind of protocol for because honestly, like it, like because I I can almost tell you that this site is probably geared towards non-blacks. It was white people on. It was the white page. people, yeah. and so and so they're very much into the rules. Yeah, like oh, you want an engagement ring? That engagement ring is supposed to be twenty percent of his annual salary, yeah, right? And right. so like that's how they're gauging it. Like they're mm-hmm. fucking very so, robotic okay. when it comes to that's shit true. like All this, right, and so I don't maybe. even want to roast them, but they're very robotic. Maybe. Oh, he makes. 
a hundred thousand, yeah. then that means your ring needs to be at least twenty thousand, right? right? Like, like and, and then if it's <laughs> anything less, then they can. He doesn't love you, yeah, because like, they're always geez. trying to quantify shit. Yeah, it's so like, maybe you know they have you saving during the fucking dating process to save up to that twenty percent. Like, okay, during the dating process. Even though we exclusive, don't spend more than seventy five dollars. Interesting. In case I want to marry this bitch, (laughs) I can afford it. (laughs) Right. Uh, So strategy is what you said. Right. Black people, we like, nah, nigga, we gonna ball out of control. And then when it's time for the the ring, nigga, I'm going to Zales. (laughs) You're getting. A seventeen hundred dollar ring. Yes, you are, and it's gonna be cubic zirconia. It's gonna be fly lowest, as hell with the lowest you're quality, and you're, you're not gonna, gonna love know it. Them Just chips don't let anybody uh, put the little what they call that little thing. The that little they, thing over your eye. Yeah, so you can monocle. Look at the, uh, it's yeah. not a monocle. I don't know, but whatever. that's yeah. I know what I'm talking. All right, here's the last one. Relationship stage Uh-oh. number three. Long term serious relationship. Which is long term, like one hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> long term serious relationships are those where you're either living together, engaged, or been dating exclusively for six months or more. By this time, you should know your partner well enough to have a fairly good idea of not only what they want for the holidays, but also what they need. Holiday gifts for long term committed couples are generally more expensive, more meaningful, and preferably have a romantic component to them. Okay. Well, so did, they did they give? Wait a minute. Did they give us a uh, no an amount? Fuck them. All right. <laughs> let me go ahead and give you my list and tell you how this list is inverted. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Because I just thought about this. Give it to us. Let me go ahead and drop it on y'all niggas. So, in the early stages, when you're either trying to get the coochie <laughs> or trying to lock it down, mm-hmm. you're probably Spend spending more. Exactly, because I'm trying to impress you. That is true. So that gift, uh, the same chick I did. I also bought a fucking fur coat for. I hated myself. What? Nick, oh, I was balling out of control oh, during Jesus that period God. and shit. And I also, and, and but but keep keep in mind, I also didn't have no real business shit going on either. You feel what I'm saying? Sure. So I was like, you know, I was like the sucker for love type. Oh, okay. let me try to. How and I hated you? it. Like twenty two. Oh, okay. That you was between twenty two and twenty five. Yeah, I was I was stupid. <laughs> but I was I was in a little position. He was I was making, making a little some money. money. Making a little money. And didn't hundred percent but but I was up yeah, whatever. That's a whole nother story. That's that's another episode. But trying to lock it down, you're trying to impress someone. And you also are like, Ooh, I gotta show her or him that I'm capable. The same way that, like, we all do that in the early stages, right? How much shit do we do in the early stages? Women are cooking and doing shit, giving you head three times right. a week and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, all kinds of, in the car and shit while you right. driving. Baby, let's do something crazy. <laughs> Pull over right here in the Walgreens parking lot. That's like, all happens. kinds of shit that's about to end. Right. That's the first that's about two years That's the honeymoon gift. phase. The honeymoon phase, mm-hmm. right? After you're kind of into it, you're like, you know what? I'm still caring about this person. We're still trying. Mm-hmm. I feel like once y'all know, all right, we in love. Mm-hmm. Once you know you in love and y'all a couple years in the game, mm-hmm. that's when you start to feel like, you know what? Yeah, we can do this shit. But, man, why don't we go ahead and save this money for this vacation that we about to take next right. month? You know what I'm saying? Right. Why don't we go ahead and save this for this thing we're building towards? That's when the shit starts to shift. Yeah. And it's no longer about, like, oh, these gifts got to be, you know, because, come on, let's be honest. If we're going to be together for years, mm-hmm. how many years can I continue to spend, you know, 
three thousand dollars per gift mm-hmm. if my annual income is a hundred K or 120 K or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you're not going to keep trying to outdo yourself mm-hmm. in gifts once you've already planted your flag. Like there's a point where it's like, all right, nigga, That's I, a, yeah. we get it. We get we, it. You know we saying? love each other. You know, Fuck. Right. Like, like who does that? And I'm just saying who does that in any other way? Right. The sex in the early stages ain't the same way like a couple of years in y'all ain't doing that shit like Brittany keep rolling our eyes I'm just she saying like, I though. still do it you know bro. but I'm just I'm saying I'm just it. saying like you was doing all kinds I'm of crazy shit in them early know, stages put in. you know <laughs> I mean not saying that not, not saying that y'all ain't gonna have them moments I'm just saying that in them early stages dude kept getting up that's all I'm saying. He kept getting up. You know what I'm saying? Oh, God. <laughs> like, oh, my God. You like the Energizer Bunny and shit. And then, like, year three, and the motherfucker, like, hey, man, look, man, look, we just going to go ahead and have some lazy sex. You you want to have some low effort sex? Hop on top. Low effort sex. <laughs> go ahead and hop on top and shit, man. You know, you'll come the same way either way. Right? Like, am I lying? Y'all looking at me like no, I'm being ratchet. I, no, no, no. I know I, it's Sunday. <laughs> God damn it. We all just came from church. Day. Right. No, I the think The Lord's Day. You're pretty spot on. Right, I'm just saying. So fuck that list, so man. What, that list what do you guys think about bringing, bringing your significant home of... Jesus. My yeah. goodness. I'm sorry. How many well, mimosas have you had? Two. And I'm <laughs> fine. Thank you're you. lightweight. How do you feel about bringing a significant other home for the holidays? And when when is the best time to do it? Bring you soon? up. Brittany on deck. Right. How soon? I think it also depends on your family. (laughs) It depends on your family, but it has to be over a year. Over a year. It can't be that early because then you set yourself up to have to explain bullshit later. (laughs) You know, because niggas don't forget shit. (laughs) If they don't hear you talk about that motherfucker or post something, people calling you or Memorial Day and shit, they're like, where the fuck, what happened to so-and-so? Oh, we didn't work out. Oh, he was such a nice guy. What's wrong with you? Now you in all these conversations about how messed up your situation is and you are and how you can't mm. keep nobody. So I say to be on the safe side, at least greater than a year. But to be super safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About so a year question, though, Brittany. To. You know, you know, I like to go on these asides, Casey. <laughs> and that's why you can't have me on as a guest. because <laughs> I'm the nigga that just take the conversation. We and like just it. Let we it like let it. it go off the leash. The real you make you make a good you make a good point, Brittany. So when a person hits you up and they're like, So what happened to so and so and so? Is that genuine concern? No. Never. They mm. nosy. If it's family or even if some friends or associates, mm-hmm. I mean you have a choice whether or not to respond. Mm-hmm. But if it's your great aunt Ruby <laughs> You got to tell the bitch something. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And so the deal is don't set yourself up for those conversations where Mm. she just be like, ooh, girl, by your age, I was, you know, married. I had four kids. Mm. And, you know, we were this. Okay, I get it. I got it. it. I got it. I'm (laughs) fucking up. Okay. To avoid that. But are you really, though? No. Or is Unruby secretly a little envious about the fact that she, like, uh, you look like you still out here having fun and I was locked down at that point. And, and she probably and being, still is. You know what I'm saying? Because who does that? Who's happy in their space? Like, is Bill Gates really calling up Mark Zuckerberg like, man, man, nigga, like, man, how much money you got? Like, nigga, 
they both rich as fuck. Right. And they just understand it. And so they're not going to talk about money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, why do people, because hearing you say that, Brittany, like I've heard that a lot from close friends of mine where like a lot of their insecurity, a lot of the insecurity that they feel comes from the judgment yeah. from their friends and family. Mm-hmm. And, and and there has to come a point where we ask ourselves like, like, like not even just why do I care, but why are they asking me about this shit? You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Like them asking you about this shit makes you feel subconscious or insecure about something. But you got to ask yourself, why do they care? Are they, Do they really care about me or are they really just secretly because envious just because of somebody's my old doesn't mean they don't enjoy gossip as a matter mm-hmm. of fact i think they may enjoy it more but it feels like older women although they, lo- they love to pretend to be concerned and no offense to any old women if y'all listening that's weird but <laughs> <laughs> but and what is old casey let's go ahead and put you in fire again no nah, that's all right old, y'all know we all old right. but when they are like oh baby what happened to so-and-so they love gossiping with they they sisters and they cousins gotcha. and like you know well you know so-and-so's daughter still ain't you know she got three kids and she ain't married but she got three baby daddies and blah 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 like they love that just as much as young women do like they did it when they were younger and they do it now and Mm. that's why like a lot of like older church women get that bad rap because they do that same stuff in church Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm. so moving on dropping it (laughs) hashtag T3 dropping it yes I have another (laughs) question have you ever had a bad experience bringing anybody home Cause I'm about to tell y'all my. Oh, I oh did. this is gonna be <laughs> <laughs> shit. I can't even think of none. But man, I, I, I want to. Oh, 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 I want to hear both of y'all. I hear Britney. So would you say you don't want to hear Britney? Oh, okay, because you already know what this shit is. <laughs> so my my daughter's father, he's he's a he's a piece of work. <laughs> he's a piece of work. Um. My parents never liked him. Never liked him. Like You said your daughter's father? My daughter's father. Okay. Yeah, never liked him from day one. And warranted, he was kind of reserved. He was a cancer, so he was kind of mm. emotional. And I think it was intimidating or whatever. So he would be real reserved. People would talk to him, and he just kind of looked. Fuck <laughs> 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 off. And I'd be looking at him like, respond, nigga. Like, Answer. what are you doing? Like, you know. So he just didn't, he didn't jail. Mm-hmm. He didn't jail well with my, with my vibe. Not with my vibe, but with, you know, my family vibe. Right, and they right. just were all kind of like side-eyeing the situation from the very beginning. So. Yeah, because your family is very warm and very They're outgoing. Yeah. yeah. And welcoming. So, like, somebody that's standoffish. It's weird. They're looking at that like he a terrorist. Like, yeah. yo, is he about to kill cats? He's about to set this alley? bitch on fire. Yes. <laughs> Nobody Are we ever. All about to die? Everybody going to die. Everybody. Pew, 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 pew. Everybody going to die. <laughs> and nobody ever liked him. It was crazy. So over time, did they begin? No. Okay. Mm. They just hated him from the start. It didn't work. Okay. They were like, great. Mm. They progressively hated him. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, great. Yeah. This Mm. is. This is. And this was during the holidays that this first interaction occurred. 
Yeah, the first time I brought him around, I think um, I tried to play it a little light. Um, so I think I brought him. It wasn't a big holiday like Thanksgiving or, you know, Christmas. But I did bring him. We have a... Um, like a Fourth of July thing. Oh yeah, you know. been to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good times. So fun. So, um, fun. brought him by, you know, real light, and it just was like you can't even. What the fuck is right? Wrong it ain't nothing but beer and chicken out in this motherfucker. Yeah. How, are you, how are you not having a good time? Socialize, it? damn it! Right yes. in the cha cha slide, nigga. Like man, how, how do you not have a good time? Beer, chicken, in the cha cha slide. I am up. Yeah, and it's like, dude, yeah. like you're embarrassing. That's awkward. So, yeah. Okay, I have a piggyback question off of that because that's um, it just made me think of something. So, if you enjoy the time with your significant other that you have with them, but then they don't mesh well with your friend group or your family, does that make you your relationship with them change? Um, it strains it because at some point you want to integrate the two. You mm-hmm. want to bring everybody together and give everybody an opportunity to kind of mesh and gel together because that's your, that's like your, your Zen, right? Mm-hmm. You know? And so, but what if you love being around him and after a while you won't no more though, because you have to be around him in seclusion mm-hmm. or be around him and his people. After a while you get like, well, damn, why you can't never kick it with my people? Well, because y'all don't jail. Like, right. nobody likes you. <laughs> and then you start to think that, nigga, are you doing this on purpose? Yeah. Like, so I don't kick it. So you start to think that this shit's done on purpose. Mm-hmm. And you start to resent them because you can't really fully enjoy them. Like, you really may enjoy y'all time together when you're getting to know them mm-hmm. and everything. Because you guys are kind of in solitude. You don't really introduce nobody to your friend group until mm-hmm. like you realize this motherfucker's not a perv you right. know and he's not crazy and gonna <laughs> truly embarrass you um because your friends meet him first before mm-hmm. your family of course right and once you realize that you can't even mesh the two together it just makes it it makes it that much more difficult for y'all to kind of be in y'all space and you don't think you don't think it's specifically because we care a little bit more about what the people around us think than we should. No, actually for me in a situation like that, where maybe if my friends don't, okay, I got an example. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) So my last little spat with love, um, everything started out good, right? You know, his representative was on point. Mm-hmm. He pretended to like everybody. Everybody mm-hmm. liked him. Charming and yes, shit. Yes, right? yes. <laughs> he could play the role. As my mama would tell me when I was a kid, you know, Hollywood got a doll with your fucking name on it. So does they for him. Okay? So it gets to a point where four years down the line, you know, um, I get pregnant. It happens from here and there time to time we move in together are you saying you get pregnant often with this person no people get pregnant oh, okay um, and you got pregnant with a person with one person with, with this, at this time okay okay <laughs> we're four years in um we realize like this is what it's gonna be we're gonna try to make this work right because that's what happens these days we move in together and then the moment we moved in together the representative disappeared dissipates 
into thin air. Gone. Okay. Now he can't stand not nail one of my fucking friends. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Which leaves me in a situation where I can't bring them to the crib. He come home and they sitting in the living room or talking to me there mm-hmm. with me and he got this fucked up ass attitude. Did he never like them? No. Th- Did he pull a just, Martin and shit? It just like everybody get out. Everybody out. <laughs> he would never do that, but he'd be a dick. And he'd be a dick to the point where people they would notice leave. it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that became very strange because it's like, okay, I'm not gonna get new friends. I'm fucking thirty. Almost Did he ever 30. give you a reason? Um, you care more about your friends than, you know, that bullshit. So he was more resentful of them and the role that they played than him just not liking their personality. Yeah, there was no reason to not like them. Or let's just, you know, he picked and pried on on everything. Like if he could hear me talking about them or if like if I would share something with him about them or Mm -hmm. whatever situation that they're they're in, Mm -hmm. he would really take judgment like, oh, well, you know, she's the hoe and blah, blah, blah. You don't need to be. Mm. I'm like, motherfucker, I didn't tell you that. Matter of fact, it's so funny because me and you was just talking we about were. this shit. <laughs> I didn't tell you that to develop a fucking opinion. I told you that because me and you were having a conversation. And, yeah. you know, you're my man. I should be my, able to confide in you about exactly. this. Exactly. So it's kind of one of those situations where it puts you in a situation where now you don't have no friends mm-hmm. if you allow them to. To control that, or in order to deal with your friends, it has to be away from them, okay. mm. which makes things even more difficult. Mm-hmm. So, not saying you base your relationship around that, mm-hmm. but that just sometimes is like the red flag to other shit. Puts a strain on. So yeah. that's interesting yeah. because you know we talk about friends and and your other friends and friends in your family. So I I have a couple of different, I guess, perspectives on how you manage that. Uh, I recall my father told me early on that you should never mix the woman that you're dating with your friends. In what way? Like just that, well, because, and it was funny because when he told me this, he told me this as a warning or, or not even as a warning, but I think just as like wisdom. And I ended up getting burned by the exact same thing uh, probably a couple of months or a year or so later. This is in high school. <clears throat> but he was basically saying, like, you know, you know, you keep your, your friends and your girlfriend different. Now, I also think that he was saying it from the perspective of me being a man. I got a lot of man friends. Mm-hmm. Don't try to bring my girlfriend around a bunch of my boys. Okay. Because fuck shit happened, okay. right? <laughs> and so right. at that point in high school, I had one of my closest friends started trying to push up on a woman that, you know, I was dating or that was showing interest in me. And it 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 did kind of hurt me at the time because it was so bizarre to me, right? Like, I mean, we were always talking about blood is thicker than broads and this, this, that, and the third. But the, the moment that that opportunity created itself you got to see how thick the blood was you know what i'm saying and so it always made me cognizant of that it it, and it made me cautious of intertwining those two worlds too much Mm -hmm. and then also understanding which friends i could combine with which friends you know what i'm saying 
and, and, and what I mean by that is you know your friends that you can trust. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like just blindly. Mm-hmm. And then you know your friends that you like, you know what? I love this dude or I love this girl. I'll take a bullet for him. But I don't trust this motherfucker around my girl. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we 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 know that. Like Chris Rock said, you know, mm-hmm. woman got up and she's like, Yeah, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. He's like, oh, okay, baby. He's like, motherfucker, you coming with me. <laughs> I don't trust that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like that is how sometimes some of our interactions go. And, and y'all got uh, uh I ain't gonna name no names, but there's some a person that I know of that y'all used to rock with at least. That I think y'all trust her about as far as y'all could throw her. Yes. And y'all know who I'm talking about. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And like we all have that person and we all have those people, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it comes to like even family, uh, you know what I say this, man, and I say this proudly. Uh, so after one of our earlier podcasts, I didn't tell you this, Brittany. My mother sent me a text from Jamaica <laughs> and she said, I'm not ratchet. <laughs> FYI, I'm not ratchet. And it took me a second to to realize what that was. About an hour later, she's like, yeah, I listened to your podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. So it made me laugh because I'm like, okay, first off, uh, thank you for knowing that y'all listen to a two-hour podcast. <laughs> Secondly. Brittany been cussing this whole time. <laughs> and thirdly, nigga, I've been calling you ratchet for the last, like, four years in Tequila Tales. Oh, why? Because in the first Tequila Tales, you're sitting there next to your husband, my father father talking about girth <laughs> and how that's more important than length like motherfucker that wasn't even a question you ratchet you're ratchet you're ratchet you're right the reason ratchet, i'm mom. saying that is because it's okay mom it makes me not afraid to introduce anybody to my mother because i'm giving more disclaimers about my mother to my significant yeah. other than yeah. I am my significant other to my mother. I'm like, all right, let me tell you my mama. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's very classy. Right. She's very intelligent, very attractive. Well, she gonna say some real travel. Yeah. She gonna say some ratchet ass shit. <laughs> and I just want to just like, don't get like thrown. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I, but see, I love that. I love that my friends, I feel like are so real mm-hmm. that I don't give a fuck. Anybody that's fucking with me, you can't even be friends with me if you don't have a certain degree of edge to you Mm -hmm. because i'm not a cookie cutter type of dude right you know what i'm saying and if you think i'm a cookie cookie cutter type of dude you don't know me well enough to even meet my family or to meet my other friends because i'm gonna keep you in this box i ain't afraid to share my friends to you i'm afraid to share you to my friends Mm -hmm. because they they cool as fuck but they real yeah and if you are going to look at them and, you know, kind of like insecure and shit when like, scoff. you know, right. Like you're not going to scoff at my friends because like, yo, this did this home team, you know what I'm saying? And when people act funny style with people that I rock with, like, I mean, you know, I get it that everybody don't rock the same, but man you yeah. know understand it, like th- that's that's the firing squad right there like it's a you certain gotta, personality type that you know you can or can't bring around your family yeah right? you know what i'm saying yeah. but 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 not out of i'm ashamed of them mm-hmm. if if like because we talk about this in tequila tells when should you introduce someone to your family right like to me i'll do it 
earlier rather than later. Not because I care about their judgment of you, but mm-hmm. because they're an extension of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, I understand that it might mean something more to a woman. Oh, my God, girl, he introduced me to his mama. Now my mom is one of my best friends. <laughs> she like, can meet everybody. <laughs> she, you can meet everybody the first day. You might not last outside of the first month. Right, like, and that's right. where I'm weird, and I get that. Yeah. And I'm not the that. nigga that's like, but, but I'm not the <laughs> nigga that's like, oh man, I, I can't spend more than fifty dollars because we might not get married. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not that person. Mm-hmm. Like, why don't we live life and then like let let the cards figure that shit out we're yeah. trying to fucking dictate the shit oh because that's that's the dude that buys a chick a fucking you know three four thousand dollar purse and then wants to ask for that shit back when they didn't get yeah. married oh, Nigga, no what? that was a gift that's what you gave yeah. her that because of where y'all was at at that point that you nigga unless you're uh cleo mm-hmm. you didn't know how this was gonna end real quick just to veer off because that's what we do apparently what, Cleo and shit? right no Cleo no no, 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 no. Like, call me now call me now <laughs> for your free reading no <laughs> when like, you were yes, talking about that bitch um, owe me money because i put <laughs> stop when you were talking about rings and so most of us have probably heard that like engagement rings are a symbol of a contract so if you get engaged and you give a ring, if the wedding doesn't happen, the ring should go back. Like that ring yeah. is not considered a gift. What if after you've been married for a while, like two, three years, you decide to get a divorce? Do you think that ring is still considered or is now considered a gift and you should keep it? Or should you give it back at that point? Nah, no, you keep it. You keep that shit. Man. After you, you physically get game. married, mm-hmm. you keep yeah. it. No. You give the bitch back if you never get married. Okay? Because yeah. the ring was for us to get married, for us to yeah. actually go through this step, right? Mm-hmm. And if it never happens, mm-hmm. run me my jewelry. Like, give me my <laughs> shit. Agree. You know what I'm saying? That was an album. Run me the jewels. That's yeah. actually a good album, but I, I agree. Who's the artist? Um, uh, What's in it? Killer Mike. Oh, okay. Yeah, run me the jewels. Run yeah. the jewels. But after you've been married, like keep it. You keep it. Okay. I agree. Yeah. And pawn it, or yeah. you just gonna keep riding it? it? No, you sell it. Bitch. Okay, right? Because you don't want it for the next marriage if no. you decide to get remarried. And then that's if weird. you holding on to shit like your ring, that gives the wrong. And then the next ring is like smaller than the one uh, that your ex right. got you. Yeah, that that it's creates weird. way too. All right, well, let me tell you about my experience. Oh, yes. I know I didn't yeah. drop it on you, but I'm about to. Right. I feel like you holding out. <laughs> but I we did have an right ex stories. who, it wasn't around the holidays, but I brought him home. I was 23. So this was actually the first time it was like a really, really solid relationship. And I was bringing him around my family mm-hmm. and he was fine. He had everything that I was looking for. But at the same time, he was also really, really feeling himself. Mm. So... My family is very vocal. They do not hold back. They they ratchet too. Like it's it's not the place where you want to uh, grandstand. Like they are not that family. So I brought them or I brought him to like the family reunion type thing that we have every year. And um, so we had a a moment where they were like everybody, uh, everybody in the Clay family, get up on the porch. We're gonna um, take a picture. And our great grandparents, their last name is Clay, so that's 
what we're referring to. Mama I'm, named Clay. I'm gonna call him Clay. Exactly. So we're all gathering. Apparently, and I heard this later. He says while standing next to one of the patriarchs in my family, my dad's cousin. So like my older second cousin. He goes. <laughs> he goes. What if you're fucking a Clay, nigga? He didn't say that. I promise you, he, he didn't did. Say he said, "What if you're fucking a Clay?" And he said it to his buddy, even though my whole motherfucking family is standing around you. Why would you say that? And so, like, my cousin didn't say anything, but he eventually told me about it later. There was some issue. They were so you was dating two chains. <laughs> I swear, <laughs> Titty Boy. Damn. Actually, back then right. it was Titty Boy. You right. was dating Titty Boy. Is he what you're just so, and he later told me that he was very intimidated by how large my family was, and he didn't know what he was getting himself into, and he felt like we weren't there yet as far as me introducing me or introducing him to them he was just off his square and i was just like bro like, yeah so i'm gonna do some real fuck boy shit right just to blow I'm this nervous. all up because th- this is only one of like three stories that happened I'm that new night. to america so i'm gonna go ahead and set off this nuclear warhead <laughs> In the middle exactly of downtown right. Washington, D.C. It was so bad. I he got funny. into it with one of my other cousins. Oh, and stop it. I think some of them wanted to fight him. One of my cousins was like, hey, Casey, come get your boy. Like, it got to that point. It got to that point? Yes. Somebody had to wow. say, Somebody had old to say, was you? I was, oh, like, I was like 23. Damn, yeah, we was doing dumb shit. Baby. Yeah. Wow. No, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I was 24. I think he was like 21 or 22. Mm. So, so really so young. He's dating them young boys. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was Where was young. he from? Chicago. This nigga. Oh, uh, and he's a Chicago. Uh, yeah. Nigga. You should have really known. Yeah, yeah. So straight Should have dated a nigga from Omaha, man. He wouldn't have done that. <laughs> Shut up. Right. Omaha swear. niggas would have done that shit, man. Do you Chicago guys, niggas, they turned up. They do. Do you think it's appropriate, like, as the other person to say, when are you going to take me to your family's house for the holidays? No. Why not? What if you've been dating for a year? Then you move on. You move on? <laughs> no, but you don't ask. Like, because that's an, that to me, I think that's aggressive. Like, that's super aggressive. <laughs> and you're setting yourself up to be to be disappointed with the answer. If, mm. if he or because she didn't offer, exactly, then. Exactly. Yeah. If he or she didn't offer it or bring it up mm-hmm. or nothing like that, mm-hmm. then you just start making moves in your head. Like, well, maybe this isn't what I thought it was. You know what I mean? But what if they're like Isaac, who somebody who's not super into the holidays? you know bringing you over to the family is not as significant to him it's funny right because like does someone have to ask you for you to even think about it no not necessarily because you once stuff starts coming up or you're start to want to because you're talking about this person to these people Mm -hmm. like who are you with oh i'm out with dinner at dinner with so-and-so okay y'all have fun but then after a while you're like, you know what? You know, my mom's been asking about you. I've been talking right. about you or whatever. <laughs> so I might as well bring you through because you ain't going nowhere. So. But if your ass is going somewhere mm-hmm. and I'm not that serious about you, I'll never bring that up. Like, right. I'll never mm. offer that. Okay, so, damn, Brittany. You know, see, that's why I be enjoying talking with you because you be saying shit sometimes, man. And you get my mind firing. I'm like, oh, I want to comment to that. I want to comment to that. I'm okay. you, you know, you go across <laughs> the spectrum. I'm going to try to see. Because there was some ratchet shit I wanted to say from the jump. <laughs> but then you just touched into something else. So the first off, this is going to be some vain shit. But this is real. Mm-hmm. Because personally, I've never dated a woman that did not want me to meet her family. Mm. Now, 
you bragging re- about your uh, personality yes. skills. Like yes. I am so dope. All that. these women want so. all these women. Remember in the other podcast, so. he said, "You know, everybody want to uh, wife me." Like everybody. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I would have to listen to the podcast. I don't that. think I said like, that. Everybody that might have been me. one of the unreleased ones because you was cussing too much. I couldn't Aww. release it and shit. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, Blame it on no, me. No. But point I'm making though is no. But but the reason I say that is because. I wonder, honestly, how my ego would feel, my ego and my emotions would feel if I was into someone and I recognized the apprehension. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. like if I, if, if, if I saw the resistance or the trepidation in introducing me to who was significant to her. Okay. Like I, I can admit, wow. Like I had to actually think about that. Like... Ike, you've never been in a situation, but but once again, it, it I'm not the one that's resistant to it either. So it's not like, oh, Ike, you always curbing chicks. Like, mm-hmm. what if they curb you? Mm-hmm. It's saying I'm very open with it. So everyone that I've dealt with has been open with it as well. I can admit to maybe saying uh, we have a different interpretation of 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 what that represented, you know what that meaning represented but i've never been on the space where damn i'm really feeling this chick i want to meet her moms and man when's she gonna invite me Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but to the point that i was going to even say beyond that was being a person that i am i probably would be the person that would either suggest it or even throw it out there and not even as a oh my God, I just really need to meet your mom because I'm trying to get deeper into your world. I would probably throw it out there as a indication of, oh man, I'm feeling you. You know what I'm saying? I think it'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Now, if I saw resistance from her, I wouldn't push right. because of just who I am. I would I would make it known that I'm interested. And see, you also got to understand that the male woman dynamic is different. How women approach these that. situations mm-hmm. are different. Mm-hmm. You all do it that way. It's like, oh, my God, this bitch is trying to get married. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, I thought we was just having fun. And now, <laughs> you know, like guys get stupid. Mm-hmm. I do it. I can do it in a semi-charming way, which nine times out of ten a woman is going back to her girls and she's like oh my god girl he wanted to meet my parents you know what i'm saying like she's looking at it like (laughs) this is more special than when a woman wants to meet a man so i'm also taking that into consideration you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying but just even off of you know what Brittany was saying like that really makes me look at the circumstances slightly you know differently as it relates to um you know how you would go about approaching, you know, right. that situation. So, yeah, yeah, I, I can, you know, you know. Yeah. All right, y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm growing, is what I'm saying. Listen, through this, get, through hey, this podcast, this podcast. Get you them fifteen dollar Walmart gift cards, and y'all make it rain out there real quick, because we. <laughs> that's funny. We are done with that's the gift giving funny. section. If Let's I made it rain <laughs> with gift cards, oh shit, that is funny as fuck. <laughs> Going to like a strip club oh God. and like making it rain with gift cards <laughs> and them shits just smacking women in the eye and shit. That is and they're like, oh, and, they, and them shits, right. they hitting them you're in right. the titty and they like, oh my God, you're this hurts. Ow, and you're like, they $15, bitch. <laughs> $15. That's a lot of that's, money. That's, 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 that's kind of funny. 
That's, okay. that's kind of funny. Let's move on that's to like this. That's like Dave Chappelle funny. That's okay. All right, whatever. We're moving on to the celebrity relationship news. We're going to drop a couple of right, pieces of information. It. it sounds like uh, Nikki and Meek Mill are on the outs. So Nikki dropped a cryptic Instagram message. Once I Did you? Oh, I didn't see it. I oh, Well, through one of the... I don't follow none of <laughs> them. Are you sure? She said... Thank God you blew it. She spelled blue as in the color. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank God I dodged the bullet. I'm so over you, baby. Good looking out. Hashtag best thing you never had. Thank you for the epic gift at Sincere Armani. Um, I think she was referring to her Chanel sandals in that. Um, uh, but not long after, Meek Mill deleted his Instagram account. Uh, so I don't but that's, know. But that's difficult, though, because... Blue as in L-U-E. B-L-U-E as in Jay-Z and Beyonce's yeah. child. And right. she's also she's referencing Beyonce's, Beyonce's song. The so, fuck out of yeah. here, man. Publicity. Publicity. <laughs> right. So that, that may be nothing. Uh, Jesse Jackson... Jesse... God damn it. I'm having some technical difficulties. Uh, Jesse Fire Jackson, the engineer. <laughs> Who's the engineer in this motherfucker? Jesse Jackson Jr. <laughs> and his wife Sandy just filed for divorce. About time. Look. I'm Negro waiting for him to kill himself. Stop. When will he and his daddy kill himself? <laughs> okay, Damn. you know what? That is aggressive. I don't give a fuck. Especially around the holidays. Because right. his Isaac daddy, Paul. and I'll say this shit, his daddy, I believe, mm-hmm has something to do with Martin Luther King's assassination. Of Put that shit on the, on the books. Mark a, <laughs> and B, he also was the same person that said, let's cut Obama's balls off yeah, on did. Fox News. That's not but okay. But then he crying and snotting when he get the inauguration. <laughs> Fuck Jesse Jackson. Yes. Put that shit on the books. Come Don't after worry. me. That's a I'll sound say bite. that shit. That's sound yeah. bite. Fuck all of them. I, I agree. Don't, so next. Because <laughs> I don't care what happens to their family. Because yeah. they got rich off of taking Tax advantage. Payers. But off of taking advantage of the African-Americans community's trust. Because we looked at them and we looked at them as though they were patriarchs. Right. And that they were supposed to lead us into something better. Mm-hmm. But all they've been were the largest culture vultures that we've ever seen in the African-American community. So anytime I hear their names, I'm like, whatever. The only Jackson I acknowledge is Michael. (laughs) (laughs) What about the other five or four? Uh, That's like six of them. Well, okay, Janet, I ain't going to lie. You fuck with Janet? Oh, man. Like, not even now, but like when I was a kid. Of course you did. We all did. Really? Okay. Really? Hell yeah. All right. That's all, all right. right. That's in, another conversation in, and yes, shit. As a kid. Conversation. In shit. If You Care News, Stevie J, <laughs> <laughs> Stevie J and Faith Evans are that's officially funny. a couple. That's cute. That's yes. Cute. Stevie J and Faith Evans. No, they're not. Yes, they no, are. No, they're not. Yes. No, they are. They are. No, they are. He announced it and she confirmed it. I'm disgusted, but I'm not going to talk about it because I don't care enough. Uh, French Montana and Iggy Azalea are also a couple. Oh, no. They've been a couple for a minute. Yeah. They just confirmed it, confirmed it recently. Stop it. Y'all been doing the Of course they have. Right. Yeah. So Whatever. that's enough of that. Um, in a former podcast, we talked about Mary J. Blige's ex <laughs> and his spousal support, and I was um, initially all for it. 
But this nigga is getting out of control. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I told you it was fuck shit back then. Well, so no, please break I'm it still down. not. I'm still. I stand by what I said about men deserving you. spousal support when, which is gay. I'm, I'm sorry, whatever. I shouldn't have said that. That was wrong. <laughs> right. That was. You're that so was homophobic. Was, no, I'm but not. But apparently, I use that word. He's holding a Grammy shit. and two of her cars hostage right now, and he's also <laughs> nigga. <laughs> That's some petty ass shit. It's so fucking petty. They will take a nation. If you You don't get your whole fucking life. Um, Stop And he's also uh, being accused of swindling her out of $420,000 in business deals that had nothing to do with her business. So I'm like, fuck this dude. Like, I, he can go crawling He just looked like a creep dude. Because wasn't he also the one that cheated or something? Mm, I don't know about him cheating. Oh, okay. There wasn't any conversation about that. That's me slut shaming him. Yes. Um, oh but that wraps it up for me, Isaac Paul. Do you uh, have an opinion for us today? I do. Do you? Oh boy! Right, he finna drop them bars on y'all. Yeah. I ain't about to drop no bars, man. I'm just about to just share my opinion. Okay. So I don't know if y'all have heard about this thing that's been flying around the internet by how you can give a hundred dollars, <laughs> you can get blessed. With eight hundred dollars, I have heard of this. It's the blessings loom is it what it calls. It sounds like a blessing to me. It it, it's like a, a blessing. Uh, it sounds like what? A federal offense. Can I uh, speak on Lure it. you into this dark alley, <laughs> give you a drink that has you a little woozy, and then put my penis in your vagina? Right. Oh my god! Excuse me. And Mr. get a Co- kid, Mr. Cosby. I have a question. Right. <laughs> Before right. we do that, you know, you know, so it's the blessings loom, and you know, I've been seeing how people have been responding to this online, and I think, actually, ironically enough, the first person that introduced me to it was someone who I highly respect, hmm. which is why he almost added credibility to it. Okay. Made me look at it a little differently. It made me say, oh, shit, wait a minute, what is this? He tagged some people. Right. It's like, what is this thing? But it wasn't enough for me to say, what is this thing? Let, Let me, me give you, have you $100, <laughs> right? It's like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> I'm going to just lay back because I trust this it. dude and he intelligent. Mm-hmm. He's, in, he's too intelligent. But I also know he and I had a conversation a few weeks back and he was in a financially tough spot. Okay. So I was like, all right, let me lay back because I know a Ponzi scheme when I see one. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like a Ponzi scheme, but this dude is multiply degreed. He's posting this shit. Let me just see how this plays out. Mm-hmm. So then obviously all my friends in my news feed start doing the same shit. Not all my friends. That's that's a dramatic overstatement. A healthy portion was flooding my news feeds with this shit. So I'm like, all right, start looking into it. You realize it is a Ponzi scheme. Mm-hmm. It's not a network marketing. It's not multi-level marketing. It's a Ponzi scheme, meaning it's not backed off of an actual product. So for those of you all that don't know what it is, it's the same thing that you've always seen. It's saying, you give me a $100 I'm going to give you the opportunity to then invite all of your friends to do the exact same thing and I'll spare you all the system. But
But over a period of time, if you get enough people to invest in this and enough people get contribute a hundred dollars you move to the next level and then the next level and in the final level you get an eight hundred dollar return sounds great because i'm only giving a hundred dollars but i'm getting eight hundred dollars back i've watched people in my news feed try to like not just analyze but justify this shit in a way where they're like like getting angry at people. Well, I'm just saying some of you all don't understand that sometimes in life you got to make an investment and it's all about a blessing. Like they're using these words. And these are people, you guys, that I've gone to high school with that I respect, right. that have respectable positions. But <laughs> let me tell you the one common thread in all the niggas who I respect, not all the niggas, but all the niggas who I respect that are doing this shit, they're in a financially tough spot, which means that intellectually, you know this is a hustle. Intellectually, you know you're about to fuck over a lot of people. Right. But I'm going to invest in this. I'm going to try to get other people to get engaged in this because I want to cash out. I'm in a tough spot and I need this $800. I need this 800 or this 700% return on my investment. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to bastardize myself, my reputation, and my brand Mm -hmm. so that I can get money knowing that there are going to be many people who got engaged in this because of my suggestion Mm -hmm. who are not going to get that return. Because this is not a guarantee. Mm -hmm. No. There are going to be, when you see the end result of all the people that got the 800 mm-hmm. and all the people that put 100 in and are like waiting, mm-hmm. it's going to be somewhere between 90% getting fucked over, yeah. 10% getting money, and that's being generous. Yeah. The intelligent people that I know that are investing in this, my thing is... Are you aware of what this says about you and your brand and your character when you know I'm investing in something that's going to fuck a lot of people over? Yeah. You can talk about Trump all you want. You are Donald Trump at that point because I don't believe Donald Trump believes that African-Americans have tails and that they are lower class citizens <laughs> and that they are, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's not your typical bigot. He's got a lot of black friends, like legitimate black friends, but he was also opportunistic mm-hmm. and he didn't care about the people that he was going to hurt with his message mm-hmm. because he was just seeing about how he was going to benefit. Mm-hmm. So it's like, fuck everybody I'm going to hurt. The people that are close to me are going to come up but what I'm doing right now, I know is dangerous and I don't care about how dangerous it is. I'm more concerned about my personal position and me moving forward. Are you any different than Donald Trump if you get engaged in a Ponzi scheme that you know ultimately we'll fuck over is going to fuck over a lot of of people Mm -hmm. you are no better you're just at a different level at a much lower level Mm -hmm. you're no different than what's the guy who did the last ponzi scheme that everybody uh uh, madoff 
Madoff. Oh, uh, Bernie Madoff. Bernie Bernie Madoff. Mm-hmm. You're no different than him. You're no different than Donald Trump. And I know this has nothing to do <laughs> with loving relationships. Right. But you know what? Maybe it does. Because if you love people, mm. you don't <laughs> fuck them over. That's right. If, if you have right. relationships with people, you don't fuck them over. Right. So maybe this Especially does. the ones you know. The ones you know. <laughs> and that is what network marketing and multi-level marketing attempts to capitalize off of mm-hmm. is going after the low-hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've got 3,000 Facebook friends. And out of those 3,000... 200 are close followers they're really into you Mm -hmm. guess what i can turn a couple of hundred dollars investment into three four thousand dollars but you know what it's gonna fuck over a lot of people in the end they try to set the narrative up like it won't but it will it will you're a drug dealer pretty much you are yeah oh i'm just selling crack because i'm trying to help my kids eat but you're destroying a community at the same time you're Mm -hmm. selling them false hope Mm -hmm. and you know you are you're too intelligent for that so that's my opinion Mm. and i stand on it hey oh isaac paul dropping it what i say he dropped bars hey bars. i said he was dropping. i didn't even know it was coming out it's all right it's just it's it's (laughs) christmas time and they really trying to take advantage of the fact that it's fucking christmas oh you want to be able to get some gifts for your kids right yeah that's not nigga you're trying to fuck people over dog all right trump i'm gonna start calling him trump just start calling everybody who does things all right all right all right made off right right well thank you isaac paul for your opinion we appreciate that we enjoy having you (laughs) as usual thank you Brittany, for your fantastic input as usual my lovely illustrious my illustrious Illustrious co-host earlier Brittany. Mm-hmm. on the ones and twos what don't get me started now <laughs> no thank you all for listening I make a drama freestyle <laughs> please please one of these days we gonna do that follow us on all of our social media channels instagram twitter facebook all are at the tequila tales also go to our website a lot of cool new videos have been updated the tequila uh, go to the quickies. It's really fun. All of the videos are uploaded there. Our podcast can be found there in addition to SoundCloud. So be sure to share the episode. If you're still listening, you enjoy it, definitely share it. We have our anniversary coming up in February. So look out for that. We're going to be posting tickets and all the information soon. So be on the lookout for it. If you have any questions, you want any uh, topics to be covered on this podcast, uh, if you want us to go over those things, send us an email info at the tequilatales.com this podcast was produced by isaac paul original music by rob seesway